And thank you for choosing. For all we know, as always, my name is Michael. In the room with me today is our audio producer, JB. Welcome back, my man. Um, so as, as we, we jump into this week, I want to start with Tongue Twister Tuesdays. Let's hear it. Let's hear it, guys. All right, Tim, I'm going to send this to you, and I want you to do your very best to read this five times, okay? All right, let's do this. All right, here comes. <laughs> how can how can a clam cram in a clean cream can? <laughs> how can a clam cram in a clean cream can? How can a clam cram in a clean cream can? How can a clam cram in a clean cream can? Makes me want a cream in your clam. Uh, <laughs> what about my can? Sweet mixture. Can. Just your, your clean can. I'm going to cram it in there. Talk about two types of protein. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, uh, so really we're starting to get into the groove of things here. And uh, really we're, we appreciate everybody that's listening in to us. Um, really appreciate uh, everything that's going on uh, that it's bringing you back to this podcast. And, uh, you know, Blake and everybody were kind of uh, apart from one another, but we always we always keep up with uh, whether it be dumb memes or anything like that throughout the day. And I think Blake sent me something, I mean, out of this world funny earlier. And it's from one of those terrible accounts where it's like white people matter or no, no, I'm sorry. That's as Because we all know white people don't fucking matter at all. Truly. So white people humor, right? And so we work with a couple of people that absolutely are, well, one of them has now left, but incredibly picky eaters. I mean, out of this world. And it was like, I can't stand grown ass adults who refuse to try new food because they're, quote-unquote picky eaters you're 27 grow the fuck up you pathetic chicken nugget and french fries eating ass bitch and i fucking lost it because that's the truth we have one of the guys that works with us his comfort food is just chicken strips and french fries you know refuses to try anything else but you got to put in there it's a hamburger that's plain and dry True. that's it at like 27, it's like, come on, bro. Well, and you're uh, – some people choose to do this. Like my transition was going to be over to you, Vlad, because you're doing – what kind of diet are you doing right now? Uh, keto. Yeah. So it's keto, no carbs, which is basically – it's you could eat meat and vegetables and eggs and cheese, and that's Are you it. a barbarian? I mean, sometimes, you know, uh, in the bedroom, absolutely. <laughs> a lot of hair in the wrong spots, you know what I mean? Well, you know, it's, it's basically, uh, what's the hypothesis behind it again? Or the theory is that, like, you're not eating any carbs or fats, so it has yeah. to pull fat from your body, right? Absolutely, yeah. Zero carbs at all. So, I mean, that's, for me, I mean, that's where I was getting a lot of energy. I mean, I love bread and all that kind of stuff. So, now it's, it's zero carbs. Boy. You know it. Woo-hoo. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like day five, day six, man, just super cranky, tired, you know, slamming coffee like no other. But uh, how was that? It's not bad. Every other day for you. <laughs> that means it's true, right? <laughs> I definitely am the grumpy old man of the group for sure. Uh, well, I have, I have a question for you, Bland. Other people I know that have done it have said they like when they eat, they have to eat like three times more than they normally would to make up for like not being able to get carbs. Do you have to do the same thing, or like how is it? for you no not really i mean you know um i it's just kind of, like i eat so many boiled eggs now like i'm so sick i was eating one today on the way to work and i was like i hate my life <laughs> right F- food has just like, become fuel like you don't even take pleasure in it anymore not at all it was the worst man took my girlfriend out to, to lunch today and i was like there ain't shit here i can eat so let me have some of these vegetables and just like i paid 40 dollars for this shit i fucking hate this <laughs> right it lasts two meals because we all know produce doesn't go very far at all. Also, your boy just straight name dropped his girlfriend. So, oh, not name dropped, but he, he acknowledged it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I've heard no labels. I've just I, been I like, oh yeah, we're going over to X, Y, and Z's house, and I'm, you know, I'm, you I'm there like a hundred times a week. Hey, 
I don't know if I'm sober, man. I'm like three Topo Chicos in, so it's uh, uh oh. it's pretty wild. Yeah, careful, you gotta work Chico. <laughs> so are well, you a power Topo Chico or? Oh my god! <laughs> Dropping them thick nuts. Well, so to go back to talking about eggs now, Blake. Uh, you've done Whole30, haven't you? Or at least you've tried? Uh, no, I had a girlfriend that did it. That's right. I, I know that you were uh, at least around it. Yeah, um, I actually came into the picture, like, right after she finished it. And, like, it was one of those where, it, it, like, you you like it in the sense that you're like, oh, this is good for my body. But then it, she was saying how the whole process is just awful because you like can't use real like ingredients for anything for so like flour you have to use like uh like not coconut flour but some like almond flour or some bull bull thing you know but you know or bull bull thing some bull crap thing and like it's basically like keto but everything is like even stricter so i don't even think they could have cheese or anything and she was just miserable after it and uh yeah didn't seem very fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, I know, uh, like, you have to go and do all, make all that ghee and all that other stuff, but I never did it. But what I find hilarious is, like, the day that you quit on the golf course and you were like, screw this shit, and then you immediately went and did what? Oh, yeah, I definitely went and got pizza. But it wasn't <laughs> – hold on. It wasn't after the golf course. I was so upset that day that I wanted to. Now, I actually waited a couple of days after that because we played golf on, like, either a Wednesday or a Thursday. I actually made it to that Sunday – when I we used to close when I used to work on Sundays and I bought a pizza and had it delivered to the house even though we were, you know, well, no I actually picked it up because we were sibling outside of town but that ghee stuff was actually like incredibly good like it's super good to cook with like it's like it tastes completely different than like regular butter so it's like really cool to cook with because it has like a way higher boiling point than most things do but the reason why I, I brought up you know whole thirty and stuff like that is. Brandy, you were talking about the hard-boiled eggs that you were eating. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten food poisoning off of eggs, like, from restaurants and stuff. I was wondering, like, what was the worst experience for food poisoning that you have ever had, that any of y'all have ever had? <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> oh, that man Twister knows mine all too well. <laughs> <laughs> y'all hold hands? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> oh, you know, I'm, well. I'm going to let him tell this story because it gets better coming from him. <laughs> So I'm, I walk into the back office and I see Bland just sitting there, just looking miserable. And I was like, "How you doing, man?" He's like, "Dude, I'm not feeling so good. I need to throw up, but I can't." And so I don't even remember what I started talking about, but I just picked one of the grossest topics that I could that just came to mind right then. And within about five seconds of me talking, Bland gets up pushes me out of the way and runs to the bathroom and just blows chunks everywhere. Wait, isn't oh. his dog's name Chunks? <laughs> God, that's why he's such a good dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was absolutely miserable, man. Even to this day, the smell, like we work next door to this place and like people will bring it in and just the smell of it makes me nauseous. And it's been a good year since all that stuff happened, man. I was so yeah. sick. It was ridiculous. That's that's some true food poisoning when it's like that long after and you're still, your body's still like, no, 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 that will kill you. <laughs> so I've definitely had an experience like that. There's a little hole in the wall Mexican food restaurant here. And I went with one of our old managers and one of our old, uh, and she wasn't really below us, but she, I don't know. She did a lot of our paperwork and whatnot. And, um, we went and I just, I started biting into this burrito and I was like, man, I don't like the way this chicken looks like at all. Like it was red. I was like, Oh man, it must be seasoning or something. And I can't tell you, I couldn't eat or eat. I couldn't even ingest water for like three or four days. Like just water. That's, that's rough. Like I was so mis. I refused to, I refuse to go there now. And we have people that we work with that swear. Like it's the best thing ever, but it's, I don't know what it is about me and food, but I get sick so frequently off of shit. Again, I don't understand. Like, I'm super careful. Like, when I'm cooking, 
I'm so careful because I'm so fucking scared that I'm gonna like die in the middle of the night puking my guts out. That's not yeah. fun. You will let me drink water that smells like fish without saying anything. And I'm just like silly, like <laughs> drinking this down. But the, I thought it was the bottles of water that we brought because they had been, or the the containers of water that we brought because they had been sitting in my car for a while. And then like what three weeks later, your girlfriend points it out to you, and I'm like, oh. Maybe that wasn't the bottles of water. Maybe it was just the disgusting water that was Maybe coming out was of his house. The septic water you were yeah. ingesting. <laughs> so apparently this, I've got the zero water filter. And I, first of all, I have like zero sense of smell. Like apparently at all. But my daughter's telling me, she's like, this water smells like fish. I'm not drinking this. And I'm like, you're crazy. It's fine. It goes to the filter. It's perfect. You know. But then and I'm drinking this for months after she tells me this. Oh. Like it's just, oh, God. but uh, you know, then my girlfriend's like, "Oh no, no, it smells like fish," you know. And then I bring it up to Mike, and he's like, "Yeah, it does." <laughs> I'm like, "What is wrong yeah. with you? Why nobody tells me this?" So but apparently, it's... like when they go bad, it they start smelling like fish. It's just the most ridiculous thing. So the level of friendship that that Brandon and I are on, so. Let's let's go back to there was a holiday weekend a few months back and me and my girlfriend were off and this is actually before him and his girl uh, Bland Blake Brandon Names? got his yeah <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ it's um, Jason, Jason Bourne Bjorn yes um, so we go out to State Park near Brandon's house and it's the middle of July, August. I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, July fourth. It was yeah, July fourth. That's right. It was July fourth, and we went out and we were going to go fishing. We ended up going hiking, and a, my girlfriend and I we only brought those bottles of water, and we were so hot and sweaty and nasty. We drank that water and still didn't say shit to Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> like we didn't want him to feel bad. That the, the water was garbage, so we just drank it anyway, like with lunch, you know. And at this point, my girlfriend was drinking beer over the water because <laughs> she was just like, yeah. just, just to hydrate, you know. Good times. So every time that that Brandon and I go fishing, we catch nothing. We paid nothing. How much money to go on that golf fishing trip or the bay fishing trip? I'm sorry. Oh, around five hundred apiece after you're all said and done, yeah. Damn. Yeah, for a for a two day three day trip. It was uh two nights, three days, uh down in Galveston. Yeah, it came it roughly came out to being about three hundred each, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, it was it was absolutely miserable, you know. And the guy's telling us like, Oh, it's windy and I'm like, Man, shut up guy, you still want us to take out us out on the boat because you want to save gas money. Yep. You know? And then we go out there and catch Practically nothing. We get a few fish, but nothing we can keep, and it was just absolutely miserable. Yeah. And we have gone multiple times since that day and caught absolutely nothing. This is very true. We caught uh, tadpoles. Yeah. Oh well. Okay. <laughs> so I caught a bunch because the lure I was using was so heavy; it was just falling onto them because of how shallow the water was. Jeez. Like it was just falling and hooking them through like the back or the stomach, and I was just dragging them up to shore. Oh, God. It's disgusting. Now, this is also a grown man that goes fishing but refuses to touch anything that's on the end of the hook. Like, <laughs> yeah. Freaking out about grabbing shrimp. I'm good. Dude. Won't, okay. Won't take, won't, it catches a fish. won't take it off. He so, walks it over to you. And it's so like, hear me out. Me. <laughs> I hate the way that those shrimp move. Like, their fucking legs freak me out, man. Like, because you don't know what they're going to do. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah. But I'm not looking for. Sh I'm not looking to go touch shrimp all the time. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I have a shrimp to touch yeah. of my own. Yeah. <laughs> but we we do a lot of stuff, and you know, Brandon and I were talking about that we need to go golfing again, and you know, we talked about last uh, last podcast that you know we're not sponsored by golf now, but we use the app quite a bit uh, just to go out, and we really enjoy the the VIP opportunities and the money saving that we can do booking them at, at the at specific times and different things like that. But, um, you know, we have an incredibly nice golf course here, but it's like in, super expensive. 
And I'm one that I worry about if I'm going to pay for something, I want to utilize it the best way that I can. And you can ask Brandon, every time we go and play there, I'm so incredibly frustrated at my game, like three holes in. I'm miserable the other three and a half hours. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This man, he'll go and drop the money, but then as soon as he does it, he just starts immediately playing like shit, and he gets so fucking mad he wants to quit. And I'm like, like just why does it be- Yeah, just why does it matter? He's like, I'm never playing here again. Then, you know, next week. Fuck this we're back place, over there again. Yep. Like a, you know, it's, it's, you get hooked on something, it's hard to give it up. But then we go play the little janky course, you know, where they have to come and pick you up in the middle of the course because your golf cart quit, or they're like, hey man, here's the keys to it, just lock up when you're done, you know, and you play fine, but. Or you catch old men that want to come out and ride with you, and then they tell you that you don't know how to play golf, and then they stop you every hole to explain how much better they are than everybody else. Jeez, yes. So, Brandon, why don't you tell us that story about how the random guy that we met at, at the location that we work uh, invited us out and then refused to give us, like, any kind of discount that he promised us? <laughs> yeah, so we meet this this older gentleman who comes into the store where we work, and, you know, he's like, hey, man, I'm a member out here. Definitely come play with me. We'll get us get you all a discount, get you on the course, you know. So we, we're going to go play another one, but I'm like, hey, you know, he's going to get us a discount. It's a really nice course. Let's go play here. So we call him up. We meet him there. And then he just stands around until we pay full price to go play. And then as we play, he proceeds to, like, basically hole number two, just start yelling at Mike about the rules of golf and about how like, he doesn't know what he's doing. It just, no shit. Before we teed off practically every single hole, he gave us a 10-minute lecture about, like, golf and the etiquette and the rules and just his life story. And it was the most miserable round of golf that I've ever played in my life. You should have oh, asked him sure. if the fee included his fucking teaching lesson. Right? <laughs> See, and the problem is, is he, they, his family lives on the golf course. So we've hit a couple of balls right into their backyard because it's on hole nine coming up to the clubhouse. And it's awkward because, you know, we kind of know these people, but we don't. And we're like digging through their backyard because, you know, it's right off the left-hand side where your boy loves to hit golf balls. Just like yeah. I tried to murder <laughs> that guy. And uh, so we're constantly digging stuff out of there. But uh, to move on to our next topic today, I, I want to talk again about something that is near and dear to me that I've brought up in the last couple of podcasts. Is, uh, I want to I talk on positivity and and something that doesn't get talked about enough, and it's our women in history. Now, how much about Angelina Jolie do y'all know? Got them DSLs. Jesus. <laughs> Digits long slipper. Yeah, yeah. Or I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. She's I a crazy back, background, D- isn't she? Hey, Blake, DSL is kind of on its way out. It's It's all about fiber now. You know, I've heard about that. And Honestly, then, like, FedEx is picking up too. So that has nothing to do with Metamucil, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, doesn't she sleep with knives? Oh wow! <laughs> uh, I, I think you're you're referencing her uh, her role no. in Wanted. See, I thought she was like crazy when she dated Billy Joel. She like slept with knives and then like was had a crush on her brother or something. Very. That sounds like it makes sense, but that would explain why I'm so attracted to her. Yeah, you do go for the crazy ones, man. You know, you stick it to crazy, man. They just, they know how to work it. What can I say? Well, uh, something that y'all might know that you might not know is that, of course, she's an actress, but she also is the UN High Commissioner for Refugee Goodwill. So, oh, wow. essentially, she was filming uh, Laura Croft uh, or Laura Croft Tomb Raider and was in a couple of different countries doing it. And realized the poverty that these refugees were living in and worked, went to the the UN and essentially asked what she could do to help. And she started this whole humanitarian, her, all of her work towards these refugees. And she was awarded the global humanitarian action award because of everything that she's done. And she's one of the few people that, you know, saw an issue and went and did, is doing still as much as she can for people who are less fortunate. You know, she's adopted a couple of kids too, right? Yeah, yeah. Doesn't she have like seven kids or something? I think they have a lot of I think that they adopted a lot of kids to 
you know, that the, the had less fortunate homes. I think. Yeah, that I know her and Brad Pitt had like at least two of their own, and I'm pretty sure they adopted like five kids. Like it was a lot. I know that much. Which is incredibly self uh, selfless, you know. Also, right. the people who like either hold ki- what is it called? Um, they house foster. kids. Yeah, they foster that have special needs. Oh, right. You know, exactly, or people yeah. who look out to adopt just kids who have special needs, which is a whole different level of uh, of a human than you know everybody that just is doing you know nice things here and there because that's a it's a lifelong responsibility and it, it, those people are, are absolutely you know angels on earth. But to to sidebar off of that, we're, our our next topic is is not as serious and it's not as uh, heartwarming um sidewalk urinals so in france they are doing essentially a mailbox that men can walk up to and piss in so um they're setting up these completely exposed experiments and the name is something that i can't say but it is two french words uh urinal and concrete mixed together all right yeah, so these are – there's a big uprising against these. Um, they're viewed as completely sexist because, quote, men cannot control themselves and society has to adapt. The problem yeah, that they're trying they to resolve do. is, quote, unquote, wild peeing. And one man was quoted at still, quote, drunk blokes just keep pissing. In well, this is in France, right? Yeah, so the so there are five of them. Uh, I think they just put their fifth one up, and essentially it's just a big red mailbox that has like a pull down, and people just walk up and can just excuse or uh, relieve themselves at the expense of you know society. Yeah, I can kind of get behind this though, because I mean, I know in New York. I've never visited there, but I've heard that it's, like, kind of a pain in the ass if you have to go to the bathroom because, like, you can't just go into a restaurant or, like, an establishment and be like, well, I'm going to use your restroom. Like, most of them require you to, like, to pay or buy something to access the bathroom. Right. So I feel I feel like that's a good idea to have that. I mean, obviously, I'm pretty sure some other countries have more high-tech versions of that, of the sidewalk urinal or whatever where they they self-clean afterwards so women can use it too and that's pretty cool but on these this one i feel like it wouldn't be too hard to make it women accessible like just put a seat over the hole you know just like what's the well so or it's all out it's all outside like there's no there's no closure of any kind Oh, so it's not like a porter potty. It's no, 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 no. When I say like a mailbox, like an actual like one you drop. Oh, mail into. so it is legitimately a dick in a box. Like, <laughs> yeah, <your phone. laughs> that's okay. what I'm, it, it's oh. a quote unquote completely exposed experiment. Okay. Like, it, essentially, so it everything looks like is you're getting seen. like a robo blowy like on yeah. the sidewalk. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> but and that's the thing. That was what I wanted to ask you guys. Is like. Now over we're under, yeah, yeah. <laughs> over under, how many men are using that for not urinating? Oh, right? oh wow! Oh, in France, I feel like not to sh- you know crap on the French oui, oui. public, but yeah, <laughs> a little more than we oui, we's oui going in there, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because you can make eye contact with anybody walking along the that street. That is just, <laughs> oh god. Oh like, man. Over over under on how many creepy guys just stand over there and watch. Oh my god. Just pull right? up a chair and just walk. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, is this gonna be awkward for you, bud? No, this is what I'm here for. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, I'm never uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite episodes of The Office is when Robert California. Oh, I'm never uncomfortable. Oh, I'm sorry. This is making you uncomfortable. Oh, I'm never uncomfortable. Oh, I promise, I'm never uncomfortable. <laughs> All right, guys. So we're gonna move on to our first game of the night, or actually our only game of the night, and this is going to be a true or false game. Around Texas State Fair food. Yes. So I'm going to give you a food, and you have to tell me, or I'm sorry, food or drink, if it's real or if it's fake. Okay? Okay. Everybody on board? All right. Let's do this. So we're going to start with Twister. Okay? The first one is cotton candy taco. 
I want to say that's real. Uh, absolutely correct. Good job, Tim. Good way to start the game. Okay, this one's going to Blake. Corn dog ale. Ale? Like <laughs> drink? <laughs> uh, I, I want to say true because I don't want to be like, oh, you're going yes or no, so I'll say that's real. That was absolutely correct. God. Oh, God. bless no, okay. America. So my girlfriend is incredibly afraid of corn dogs. Like triggered, actually. <laughs> like, physically triggered. To the point where when we were in high school, she refused to go into the cafeteria if it was corn dog day. Not like she was not going to pick it. She would not even go, like, in the cafeteria. And she we have a very up. small school. Yeah, yeah, it was It was incredibly small. Like, we've talked about before, Blake had 11 in his graduating class, which was the year before me, and I had 15. And this is a public school, six, six man, what a. You know, whole town was 500 people. So there's not a lot of options you to go or really food wise because we were one of the schools that had um like government lunches where it was free for everybody because like the school got a huge tax break but the food was like atrocious like the hot dogs had like this a pink line that wrapped it like i don't even know what that is i don't i didn't ask but yeah it wasn't a smoke ring not not (laughs) at all and she's yeah she's incredibly afraid of corn dogs but um so brandon this one's going to you man Deep fried mounds bars. Oh, that's gotta be true. They do Snickers, so why not a mounds? False. I could not find any information really? on what? deep fried mounds. That seems communist. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's now... because almond joys are better. That's why. That's why. All right. It's better with a little bit of nut in it. I'm sorry. God, I'm sorry. To quote Ron Swanson, uh, do you have any mounds? Because all I see here are almond joys, and almonds give me the runs. all right tim this one's coming to you buddy ready yep deep fried salsa balls i i want to say that's true but it's so like ah god if it's true that's probably disgusting now we are in Um, texas okay yeah no uh i'm 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 gonna say true that's correct. True. They absolutely look disgusting. <laughs> what what your image what, what your mind is going to is exactly what they look like. It's, it looks like a blood red, like essentially a uh, uh, a hush puppy. I picture I picture like a vomit looking hush puppy. Yeah, That's... yeah. It's pretty because you know there's other stuff mixed into salsa. You know, yeah. so yeah, it's pretty disgusting. Okay, so second round, second question goes to Blake. Spicy caramel churros. Yeah, I feel like that's also true. Well, wait. We've only had one false one. I'm going to say true. That's incorrect. Damn it. All right. Ending See, second sounds, round. That, but that actually kind of sounds good. It does. Yeah, it does. Right. The stuff that actually that's sounds like edible is like, oh, no, we don't have that. That's, <laughs> yeah. But see, it's so hard because we're like, oh, you think this is easy. But 98% of our fair food is just deep fried. So, like, <laughs> yeah. so, Brandon, this one's coming to you, man. Fried Kool-Aid pickles. Ugh. That just sounds both worlds. That's got to be true because that sounds so disgusting. Okay, so that's true. Now, Kool-Aid pickles you can actually buy at Walmart. Churro isn't. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's I I, do honestly though. I kind of want to make like a caramel-filled churro and find something like remotely spicy to kind of like you know even it out. It's even actually any good. Right. Even just some chili powder or something, you know. Ooh, chili hole. Um, (laughs) But. They actually make Kool-Aid pickles that you can buy from Walmart. Yeah, so I know BuzzFeed has tried to stereotype that, like, the South loves Kool-Aid pickles. Right. I think, it's, I think it's like a Georgia thing or something. Yeah, and I don't know if it's here in Texas. I, I, I do know some, some people that have that have made them here, but it's def- I don't think it's a Texas thing. Yeah, and that's why I said that it was going to be, you know, the, the Texas State Fair. Right. So... Wait, uh, was, it, was it real, though? Yeah, it was real. Okay. Uh, now, third round, we're going to start with Tim, and it's going to be a watermelon filled with ale, like a personal watermelon. God, that just sounds gross. Filled with ale. Um, you know, people do fill it with... Filled with corn dog ale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know, they fill it with Everclear, you know, alcoholics. Yeah. So, I'm going to... 
I'm 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 on the T train, so I'm gonna say true. That is false. Oh man. False watermelon filled ale. All right, Blake. So you gotta answer this question right to stay in it. Okay. Bacon brittle. Please God, yes. True. Absolutely correct. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm imagining like, is just super caramelized bacon. Now, the last question for the third round goes to Brandon. And the question is, Texas Thai Delight. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with false on that one because it sounds like something that actually might exist. So I'm going to false. And that's where Brandon leaves our game. I'm sorry, sir. That was false. I said false. Oh, I'm sorry. It was true. (laughs) (laughs) Who is right? (laughs) You said false, and that was false. So, you know, double negative equals a positive. And I'm definitely positive about that. All right. So final round is between Twister and Blake. We have a new winner today, boys. All right, guys. And on to the final round. We got Twister versus Blake. First question goes to... Twister, orange, beer mosa. Sounds disgusting, but we're a bunch of fat slobs in America, so I'm going to say true. Ding, 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 ding. That's absolutely true. All right, Blake, don't let Twister win this. So the last question of the final round, ramen grasshopper cookie. That's, god dang it, that's like just random enough to be real, but it sounds so (laughs) stupid that it should not be real. I'm just going to say, yeah, just because I want it to be real. Wow, we're all tied up at three. Okay, (laughs) now we've got a tiebreaker. The last question, ring in with your name. So the first name that I hear, so of course Blake yells Blake, Tim yells Twister. Whoever I hear first, whoever answers it correctly is our big winner for the day. Everybody ready? Yeah. Tiebreaker is Oreo Beer. Blake. Blake? Uh, false. Ah! Okay. Tim, that means you're our big winner for the day. All right. Just because he didn't answer, he wins? That's (laughs) Hey, hey, I got got one for you guys. Tell me if this one is real or false. Deep fried butter. Oh, that's that's absolutely real. Yeah. That's 100% true. Disgusting. I, I heard if you ordered the deep fried butter, it actually comes with a free angioplasty. So, might be worth giving a shot. Necessary at that point, yeah. I mean, that's that's where they go in with two fingers in your in your butt, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're winning all the way around. Then, absolutely. Yeah. Win, 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 win. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So, talking about food, I, I want to ask y'all what y'all's guilty pleasure is, because I wanted to bring this up, because Blake and I have talked about this before, but before I moved to where we live now, I worked in a bar, actually, and there were times where we wouldn't get to eat, because we were just so busy. So, I worked all week at like at a, at a school, and I, so I would work in the morning, I would go to class during the day, and then I would go back and work like the afternoon through the evening. And then I would work all day Friday and all day Saturday at the bar. So my days, I would get 30 hours in at the bar in just two days. So we were always super busy, so we didn't get to eat. But we always had, you know, fruit and mint and limes and stuff all all prepped for the bar. So what I would do is eat, and hear me out, full green olives, and I would back it. With a maraschino cherry. <laughs> Feel sweet and sour. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and I would eat it all the time. Like, I would be hungry constantly because I would just, I, I've never been a morning person until I have started to work this job where I have more constant hours. So I wouldn't eat when I got up. So I'd go to the bar and not eat until like one o'clock in the afternoon. So I was just, for breakfast Saturday morning, I was just throwing down like blueberries and full green olives. Now, um, what is one of y'all's guilty pleasures that you aren't necessarily excited to share with everybody? Well, I'm, I'm just going to interject this real quick. That sounds like a rep- uh, recipe for disaster on the back end there, Mike. See, I, I don't have – Tim, you and I have talked about this before. I don't 
I don't deal with like the back end stuff like you do now. When the naked chicken chalupa came out, oh I know that destroyed you, Tim. Well, so like I try to eat fairly healthy. I mean, I don't often, but I try to. <laughs> uh, and when the naked chicken chalupa came out, you were all over that. You were like, dude, you it. have to go try it. It's so good. And it had this been is the most about, disgusting thing that I've ever eaten in my life, by the way. Yeah, it was about three months of me not eating fast food. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot. And good Lord, my body made me pay for it. It was it was is terrible. now is that the one where uh, like the shell was just a chicken breast yeah. or something? Yeah. No, no, yeah. but yeah. it's not chicken press. It's it's like pink chicken paste. Yeah, it's, it's cooked it chicken paste. It. So it's like a and chicken patty. Oh, it is the most disgusting well, yeah. thing. Between that, that and the seen. chicken nuggets that McDonald's sells. It's yeah, just a see, I don't eat at McDonald's. It's gross. McDonald's is gross. But they have the best fries besides Wingstop. No, I'll be, I don't know, Whataburger, so this is all the way. Oh, yeah. See, I like Whataburger, but I don't think their I, fries are I the best. I will say McDonald's fries are the best. They're always hot. Them, oh, yeah. Them Kalenti <laughs> salty sticks yeah. always yeah. hot. <laughs> Fuck me up with them salty sticks, boy. Been craving that mineral since 94. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I crave that mineral. Excuse me, excuse, excuse me, that McMineral. Uh, I've never been more McDisappointed. Yeah, just like my dad. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, I'm hating it. Yeah. <laughs> Land, what is your guilty pleasure? Oh, man, uh, right now it's it's Topo Chico, like all day, every day. That's all I drink now. In Copenhagen, yeah. It's not really a food, but, you know, <laughs> hey. I to drink some... Some rock water and suck on a plug, you know. <laughs> That's what you call a dip, Michael, the plug. I, I thought a plug was someone who killed the Mary Jane. That is if we were, like, you know, that kind of people. Stop. I didn't say a race or ethnicity. I was just referring to a lifestyle choice. Jesus. <laughs> pray for you. I pray for you. But, yeah, no, I wasn't trying to be racist. I was just... I love the fact that you're like, I'm not trying to be racist. They just yeah. sound more racist. <laughs> right. I was just about to say that. I was like, every time you try to defend yourself, it just always ends up being more racist. If you go back to the first episode, we're talking about ramen noodles, and you have Twitter over here like, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to be racist. Like, oh, what yeah. do you say to you, racist bastard? Immediately connotates that, like, the next thing he says, regardless of if it's racist or not. Hold on. Blake? Like, that's Blake? Re-irregardless, you uncultured fuck. Re-irregardless. Yeah. God, I'm so, sorry. Completely... Talking about... If you don't correct me, I don't learn. You mean co-erect, because I am as well. But um, to to point out, like, something where people are like, oh, that's not racist. Have y'all seen the, like, Serena Williams stuff where they, like, are putting up, like, pictures of her being upset at the, um, the tennis match? Where she's, yeah, like, yeah. jumping up and down, and the ref is like... Let her win, or can we just let her win? It's like, wow, that's she's like the best athlete there has ever been, and people will find anything to be critical of, you know? I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. Why can't we just let this be great? She has, what, like 24 titles or something ridiculous like that? the, The problem that I see with modern sports is we push down anybody that's passionate about the sport. Like right. somebody who's so passionate, they will do anything and everything to be the best at like they are, the best at, at what they are. You know, like people give a lot of grief to Odell Beckham Jr., but he's so passionate about the game. You know, he kicked over that kicker stand and it like hit him in the face last season. Face, yeah. Hilarious, <laughs> absolutely hilarious. He he recovered from that so gracefully though, because didn't he post like an Instagram selfie like with the the kicker thing and like was like me and Bay made up or something like that. He was nailed down <laughs> on one D. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. But you see what happens is he's so good and he's so passionate about it. Like he's attracting other people who are that passionate, but like not even the same sport. You know, he's he's constantly out doing stuff with, like, other soccer teams, and he's incredibly athletic. Like, not just football-wise, he's incredibly athletic. Oh, yeah. And you yeah. see him with LeBron a lot, and, like, like, LeBron 
uh, and, and I've, I can say this because I've hated LeBron for as long as I've been watching the, the NBA because of the way that he acts on the floor, but the way that he acts off the floor and the old that I get, I realize like the good that he's doing now, Tim made it, Tim brought up a point actually after we closed the showdown yesterday that LeBron is actually getting a lot of, and this is a correction that I don't mind correcting myself on because apparently I hadn't done the research, but like the bronze only fronting like 30% for that school, which 30% of a school is still a ton, but you know, a majority of it is still coming from the taxpayers, but he's getting a lot of recognition for it, which isn't incorrect, but it's, it, it seems like he's the only one doing it. And that's how, you know, the media, you know, twist things around, whether it be for the good or for the better, but Seeing people like the goat, like we were talking about yesterday, we really didn't talk about LeBron except for Blake Small. Like, talk about, you know, we can't compare, you know, Jordan to LeBron. And for, for one, they're not even the same position. Like, LeBron can literally play every position, you know, where, you know, Michael Jordan, as, as great of a player as he was, was, you know, he wasn't able to, you know, be a center. But it, it's one of those things where we've, We've got to let people be passionate about what they're doing so that our next generation can be as passionate so that we can have these superstar athletes. And we've, we've got to give them the opportunity to be what they should be and what we're paying them to be. We should hold them down. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I mean, I know I'm super passionate about spanking it, so I'm going for gold. It's going to be. And like I've said, and something that JB has cut, it's. It's not bleeding. <laughs> You're not doing it right. Right, yeah. Let's <laughs> see if he cuts it this time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you know, no, not and, all of our show that we talk about gets put out. You know, we edit and we we do everything, but you know, sometimes I'm gonna we could we could do raw takes, but it yeah. would be a train wreck at so some points. Hopefully, the which, takes aren't the only thing that is raw. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like just. <laughs> but sorry, sorry. If, it look, if, yeah, yeah. if it doesn't no, look like to, a chicken then yeah 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 <laughs> to to go off what you were saying though michael that reminds me of i think it was like a meme or just some kind of twitter post or something i know it was definitely like a meme or it was a meme and it was someone was just it, it was like a cartoon like a two or three frame cartoon and there was someone that was like oh how can they they find joy in that. That's so trashy, whatever, not trashy, but it's just like, man, that's so stupid. Like, why do they enjoy it? That's so dumb. And like the very, the very next frame is someone like coming up to them and like putting their finger over their mouth. And it's like, shh, let people enjoy things, you know? Yeah. And that's what, that's what it reminds me of is it's like everyone shits on these people that are super passionate about something. Cause they're like, Oh, that's so dumb that they're so like dedicated to this. And it's like, well, at least they found something to be dedicated to, you know, it's, yeah. and, it's and I've always, because people, don't have stuff to be passionate about. People don't don't have anything that they like truly care about. They just work jobs, you know, to pay the rent, and they go and you know do small things on the weekend that or at night or whatever that like help them be happier. But it's you know when you find something that you're actually passionate about, and you don't care how much effort you have to put into it, or how much work you have to do, or how much sleep you lose, or you know right. it, it takes over different parts of your life where maybe you were spending extra time with your friends or whatever, but the, the time that you aren't doing what you're passionate about, you appreciate more because the time that you were spending passionate about, it was what you actually wanted to do. You know, you right. were like engrossed in it. You had no idea what you were missing out on because everything that you wanted to do and everything that you wanted to be that day was right in front of you. Right. And to kind of touch back on our first episode, I think whenever you know, some people may have heard like, oh, Michael and I played 25 hours of World of Warcraft in a matter of, what, four or five days, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, well, we, so we started that, on Wednesday, and by Sunday, yeah, it we was had, a and we roughly, missed it. We didn't even play Friday. So we yeah, played it was, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and a we lot, played, yeah. yeah. And most of it was actually, or a lot, a good chunk of it was on Sunday, but like, people may hear that and be like, oh man, that's a lot. And it is, that's, a, that's an entire day in the matter of five days playing this game. But I don't like the negative connotation that like marathoning video games has because people will dog on it and they'll be like, Oh, you know, you, 
if I go to the office on Monday and just say, oh, and they're like, what did you do? And I, if I was like, oh, I just played video games all weekend, they would just immediately be like, oh, well, oh, and then make fun of you. But then if I would have just said, oh, I did nothing, I just watched 13 hours of Friends on Saturday and then, like, did the same thing Sunday, they would think it's totally normal. You know what I mean? Yeah, hashtag it's, same. Yeah, it, and it's, it, it's totally different because, yeah, it's not a physically active thing, but, I mean, it's mentally, you know, you're – you're doing something I, I consider it doing something all day, you know, cause you're mentally engaging in this thing and people dog on it. Like mainly our parents and it's, you know, our generation grew up with parents saying like, Oh, you can't do that for a living or, Oh, like there, you, you like can't do that. Cause whatever, yada, yada. But I mean, there's professional gamers, like legitimate professional gamers for, you know, everyone, anyone listening that doesn't realize this ninja who, streams Fortnite, who's the biggest streamer ever. I don't watch him. I don't even play Fortnite. But, I mean, the man makes, on average, $500,000 a month streaming a video game. A free and, video game at yeah, that. Yeah, a, a free video game where the objective is to just, you know, it's basically Hunger Games. And there's, there's in, in all honesty, I've never played it, but all I gather from it is that, like, not dogging the game at all, but there's, like, no progression to it. Like, when you win, you don't actually get anything out of it aside from the fact that you won and that's all he does i mean and he'll play like the other games on that same genre but you know you know you see what i'm saying though like people are are like parents in in that generation and 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 the, the dumb thing is you can tell them and be like oh look at all these successful people and give them examples of it and kind of you know you could relate mlg players to actual professional like physical sport players and people still don't give them the credit when they don't realize you know they'll like the the video game people practice probably upwards of 50% more than the physical sport players you know because they're always practicing i mean in south korea they have houses for teams where they're up for 16 hours a day or more 18 hours a day and at least 16 hours of that is just spent practicing you know and it's i don't know it's just sorry to go on like a ta- not a tangent but like a rant there but i mean you know it's a generational gap thing and well, no one and seems just to, to just to add something to what you're saying is, I actually met somebody through where we work who plays for the college here, the Hero of Storms, and right. he's always, always on, constantly working to get better, and he's phenomenal. Like, yeah, and you, you I can don't get even, scholarships for that now. That's what's crazy. Is yeah, and there's know, Olympics. It, it, yeah, y- y'all heard that they trialed. MLG before the yeah. Winter Olympics this time and just didn't put it on air. Yeah, before esports. the opening scenarios. I'm sorry, esports before the opening. Uh, uh, I'm ceremony. sorry, ceremonies, not scenario um, of the Winter Olympics. They did a test run of that and said it like it was off the charts of how excited everybody was and like viewership and stuff like that. So it's a real thing, but it's it's what it's what I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about this podcast. I'm passionate about you know, World of Warcraft and things like that. And to touch on, Blake, what you were saying about Fortnite. So essentially the way Fortnite is, you know, when we play Call of Duty and we have, like, contracts and stuff to do, mm-hmm. you do the same thing through Fortnite and you unlock things. So if you get, you know, 10 shotgun kills or whatever, you unlock something. So it's not but, just as, like, I mean, cut and dry. As, but you, as, but you I know. mean, you don't actually unlock anything that helps you in the game, though, correct? Like, you, everything no, 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 yeah, is, like, it's cosmetic. All, it's all this right. It's all cosmetic. Yeah, which, so which I'm not trying to dog on like, the. I'm not trying to dog on the game. I've just like never gotten to that style, and like I, I see it's fun, and I have thought about playing it, but you know, it, it just seems like there's like you can't get anything out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I guess you can get the ranking because I guess it's the same as playing Overwatch. You know, like all you can get is skins and like gold weapons, and I love Overwatch. But yeah, there. I don't know. I. Yeah, and like I wasn't trying to dog the game, but I I, I know what you're saying on that. But well, um, but Overwatch is a little bit different because there are way quicker matches, you know, and there's yeah. way less people, and there's a respawn. Yeah, but I'm saying like as far as rewarding the player, like for progression, like really in Overwatch, unless you're playing ranked matches, which everybody wants to, because that's like you know, well, it was like one of the biggest esports in the world for a while there, right? And. uh yeah, it's like unless you're playing ranked, because I mean that's the thing when you're playing ranked, all you're getting is position over other players, right? And I and I can understand where that's rewarding, and I guess and I know that's like where the majority of Fortnite and like PUBG players see it, because that's really what you're 
you're trying to win for, right? I mean, I'm not saying you don't play the game because it's fun, but yeah. At I, some point, it becomes you, you're trying like to get better. Yeah, like it, well, it's, well, you're just you're trying. It's a grind, and that's well, what, yeah, what WoW yeah. is for the most part. Because the thing is, is when you're playing WoW, you're just you're trying to get to be the best, but it takes a long time. So the 24 hours that we were talking about that we played in those five days were literally just to complete the leveling portion of the new expansion. So yeah, that wasn't not even, even like game. that was no, no, to no, get to the main content. Yeah. Level zero to level 120. That was literally from level 110 to 120, like yeah. constant. That wouldn't. And, and now we've played a lot since then, and they just opened a, a like a portion, not even like a large part, but a portion yeah. of the first part of end of game content. So yeah. and it's like a whole whole stat-based thing, but we're kind of going off on a tangent at this point. Yeah, we, we kind of took off the rail there for a second, but, but, but re- to, to, to just touch for one last point, the esports thing, I liked it because I think people were saying it was nice to see that in Olympics because it gives like athletes that can't compete physically something else to actually represent their country on, you know? So, I think that was pretty cool. But yeah, sorry, we can wrap up that little segment. I just, yeah. Well, we're going to wrap it up to my favorite segment of the day, and that's going to be the dad joke. Thank you, Brandon. Let's hear what you got. What do you call it when two oranges rub together? What do you call it when two oranges rub together? Pulp friction. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to need some adrenaline to the heart, if you know what I mean. (laughs) God, I love that movie. All right, guys. Well, Again, thank you so much for tuning in to For All We Know. For me, for JB, for Twister, for Blake, for Brandon. Um, follow us at For All We Know on Twitter, and it's F O R E, All We Know. Uh, we would really appreciate it. And again, we're going to put information about the show, information about posting, uh, any questions that you have, and all of the dad jokes of the day. So if what Brandon's given out is something that you're wanting to take in uh, sure. we'll have it there for your viewing pleasure thank, it's your pleasure thank you. thank you so much guys and y'all have a wonderful night <laughs>